Good morning, it's Mike Perrin and Rob Galloway here Tuesday, March 16th with an all-new edition of Tahoe Talk, your weekly podcast here that gives you everything from international national news to what's happening right outside your door when you step outside in the morning. And, you know, we've got the stimulus checks hitting bank accounts today, St. <laughs> Patty's Day on Wednesday, tomorrow, March Madness begins on Thursday. And the first day of spring on Saturday. It's a, yeah. And obviously the time change we were talking as we're setting up for the podcast and still trying to get a little used to it. You know, some yeah. people are hit really hard by it and some people just aren't even affected. Yeah. And I, you're getting hit hard by it. I, I'm getting hit hard by it. I still yeah. not adjusted. <laughs> Big shout out to Lake Tahoe L Works for sponsoring Tahoe Talk. Two locations on the South Lake side of the lake. One on the Nevada portion of South Lake Tahoe, tucked in between the casinos where they keep the party going late into the night. And then more of a family friendly live music outdoor vibe at South Lake Tahoe. At the Y, check out their adventure options at LakeTahoeAleWorks.com. All right, I'm going to start it off with some. Good news, Rob. How about that? I like good news. <laughs> okay. Like good news. This one from the goodnewsnetwork.org. I checked this one, you know, a few times a week. It's a good pick-me-up. 52% yeah, of Americans surveyed say they volunteered for the first time ever during the pandemic. So right on. Uh, I know I was, uh, you know, I was out there doing some some give back, but it wasn't my first time. Uh, but the three top things that people were doing were delivering food to essential workers. Number two was helping the elderly maintain their homes. And number three, volunteering at a food pantry. So all good causes there and something they should hopefully keep up and just make a part of their lifestyle. Yeah, makes you feel good. And then uh, since vaccine distribution began uh, in the U.S. on December 14th, more than 109 million doses have been administered. That's 21.4% of the total U.S. population. And each and every day, we are administering 2.4 million shots. And that's just going to keep increasing, as we've heard from national news, you know, Biden making the big announcements and saying basically everyone's going to be eligible by May 1st. And Man, it seems like maybe sooner the way it's progressing yeah. right now, you know. Uh, and then I've got two weather watches for you. Uh, you got an air apocalypse, what they're calling it. China's worst dust storm in over a decade is affecting tens of million people. Uh, they're grounding flights, closing schools, halting everyday life. The photos are just cryptic and really uh, eerie if you check like them out online. I have. Yeah, I, I found one stat there that said at one point, um, the air quality index was at 999. And to, to give you, um, you know, an example or an idea of what that is, you you know, I mean, in the basin, you know, we've been around where we've we got hit with really heavy smoke that's just filled the basin. You walk outside, you feel like you're choking on that smoke. You, you know what I'm talking about, right? Oh, yeah. 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 The so, wildfires, yeah double that and that's really that's about what 999 is and extremely widespread as yeah. well not just you know locked into a tahoe basin size area so that's, yeah that's crazy that's that's hardcore man <laughs> it sure is speaking of widespread uh denver just had their fourth biggest storm ever uh, they're naming them now just like hurricanes and this one i guess they started at z and they're working backwards i don't know <laughs> uh, but his name's xyla uh, with an x and uh, denver's airport picked up 27 inches in just uh, march 13th and 14th in two days and double that at the resorts like vale breck etc this is the same storm that d delivered 45 inches 
to Kirkwood and Squaw over the past, you know, week. Uh, we saw it just sort of continuing. We even Kirkwood picked up six inches last night, a little sneaker over Ooh, there. Yeah. So that storm just uh, ravaging throughout the West Coast and all the way from, you know, Pacific Northwest and Washington, Wyoming and Colorado getting hit really hard there. Fourth biggest storm ever. And then here are two stories uh, that are making history or made history, I guess you could say. Beyonce became the most decorated woman in Grammy Award history. That's 28 total. Even her daughter won an award. I think she was nine years old. That <laughs> caught me by surprise when she mentioned it uh, at the podium on the stage. Uh, but the only person that tops her is the late conductor George Salty at 31 Grammys. So, uh, you know, he had a he had a long lasting career and with uh, orchestra and whatnot, he, he, he stacked up 31. So right on Beyonce uh, crushing it at the Grammys. And then uh, another uh, side note there to that Grammy story uh, viewership this past Sunday was down to a record low 8.8 million viewers. That's down 53% from 2020. We talked about the golden globes, the super bowl, all these big sporting events, are down big time during the yeah. pandemic. You would have thought that they were up more with people think, yeah. at home on think their screens. The, um, next up is the Oscars. We'll see how that one. Right. Yeah, we will see. They just announced uh, the uh, yep. uh, categories yesterday. That's right. Yeah. And uh, female directors really making the main stage there and making history so far with nominations. And then another uh, history I did around 2021 just wrapped up yesterday. Dallas CV ties the record for most ever wins five titles since 2012. And in that year of 2012, he was the youngest ever competitor at just 25 years old. That's 830 miles in seven days and 14 hours, Rob. Pretty crazy given the elements and what they're working with, you know, just dog powered sledding. They're a little more, uh, you know, up with the, the time these days with uh, tech and GPS and whatnot. But normally it's a thousand miles. They got a big celebration at the end. Of course, COVID made them, um, you know, adjust the routes a little bit. Uh, so they weren't affecting smaller towns and whatnot. But uh, he says he's not going to be stopping. He's going for number six to be the most ever uh, title winner in Iditarod history. So we'll keep an eye out for him next year. And then my two last stories had a left field here. And this one might be affecting more people. They might perk up when I say this. Netflix began cracking down on password sharing. Uh, this is they're, they're claiming it's not a money grab. <laughs> okay, Nate, Netflix. Yeah. Uh, they're saying it's just to keep you safer. Sure, sure. Uh, they're testing out a new two-factor authentication process, which emails or texts you a code to enter upon entering that bins session. Uh, you know, we deal with two-factor authentications quite a bit, uh, but, you know, it's going to be pretty easy just to bypass that, right? Just send the person you gave your password to that six-digit code and you're back in. So yeah. I don't know how much that's really going to affect them or keep people safe. We shall see. And my last one here, University of California Davis is offering students an incentive to staycation for spring break instead of traveling. This one's interesting. I saw the healthy, yeah, the healthy Davis together spring break grant will award 500 applicants, just 500 of them, $75 to spend during March 22nd to March 25th uh, during the break in Davis, California area. The idea is to spend money on local businesses rather than somewhere else. 
I'm saying $37,500 is all you got, University of Davis? Come on, man. <laughs> like <laughs> 75 bucks is a, is a it's one night at the bar. <laughs> yeah, it was 75 and still. <laughs> well, yeah, one yeah, maybe a bar tab for a college student, right? Yeah. So, uh I say they could kick that up a little bit, uh but hey, at least they're doing it. Right. And uh, some people trying to catch on to that as well. But that's what I've got for the news around the world. Let's bring it back home with you, Rob, for the local hits. For the lo- not not too much um, today, but, uh, you know, beginning yesterday on the Nevada side of things, uh, businesses were able to open up their capacity limits to 50 percent and public gatherings and events are now able to operate at 50 percent of their capacity or 250 people, whichever is less. But. For larger venues, they can submit a form to the Department of Business and Industry to get a variance and go a little bit bigger. So things starting to open up a bit uh, more around the lake. And on Sunday, Placer County, they were able to ease back into the red tiers. So uh, good news uh, in that regard. We'll st- keep watching in regards to El Dorado County and when uh, when El Dorado County might be rolling into the orange tier, hopefully soon. I don't know. We'll just we'll have to wait and see. Um, and then in somewhat of a surprise decision, I, I thought it was surprising. I, th- I know on the social media side of things, a lot of people thought it was a surprise. But last week, Incline Village decided to cancel their 4th of July fireworks this year, citing high visitation from last summer and current coronavirus trends. I don't it doesn't make any real sense to me because trends are going down. So yeah, I get that it's a madhouse around the lake for the 4th of July, but I don't think the decision of not having fireworks is going to make any bit of a difference to you, Mike. Uh, no, I, I, I definitely don't. And I know a lot of the chatter out there is, oh, the, these cities or counties or areas are going like just saving money. But the fireworks don't actually cost that much in the grand scheme of things. You know, it, it's not just a budgetary decision. Yes. So there's a lot going on there. But yeah. I think well, we're going to see record high numbers again in this summer. Yeah, absolutely. And South Shore, they said that they were going to wait on a decision, which I think is the right call because we still have over three months. Um, so a lot can happen or, or not happen during those three months to affect that decision one way or another. Um, and we, uh, we also mentioned last week uh, that the decision was coming from the Tahoe Transportation District on whether or not they were going to be purchasing that old elementary school in Incline Village. And they ultimately decided on Friday to move forward with that purchase, despite concerns from some folks in the community around safety. They still say that, you know, that purchase doesn't necessarily mean the transportation hub will be going in there. But, you know, like I mentioned last week, I have to believe that's what's going to happen because I don't, what else are they going to do with that building? I know there's, you know, the, from the transportation side of things, there's a lot that needs to be done around the entire basin. So, you know, TBD on, on a lot of this, I guess. TBD I on the TTD. On TTD yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, this was something that we talked about um, around the office when it was happening back in 2018. And that was the idea of eliminating the time change. And uh, back then that bill, it, it is stalled in California before the full assembly could consider it. And we talked about how just freaking weird it would be if it was passed in California, but not in Nevada, because that would confuse the crap out of visitors, wouldn't it? You're on one side and it's an hour difference than on the other side of the state line. Um, but anyway, a bill that was introduced on the Nevada side late last month that would eliminate the time change. But they are they said that they are going to be hitching it to California. So whatever is decided uh, doesn't seem like we're going to run into that type of issue. But, um, you know, again, I'm still recovering from the time change. So 
I guess it doesn't bother. Well, I guess it does bother me. I don't know. No time change is fine. I guess. I don't know where you fall on it, Mike. <laughs> oh man, I just I think it's funny. It just shows the predicament. There's a lot of areas, obviously, that share state lines, but how you bring? I mean, that the Tahoe's in where how that would affect us so it's just it's, it's funny, just but. so weird though i mean you're like i don't know you get up in the morning and i don't know you make a reservation for dinner or something on the california side and you go in there and they're like oh you're an hour late or whatever <laughs> we shall <laughs> like, what see the hell <laughs> oh and then uh, finally on the weather front that little storm that rushed through sunday night actually dropped about a foot of snow at the higher elevations and mike you mentioned at the top of the top of the show that uh Kirkwood got uh, about six inches last night. I, these little ninja storms—they're kind of—they're kind of cool, you know. They're dropping a little bit here and there, um, you know. Today and tomorrow, about the same with highs um, um, in the low to mid 40s, and then possibly some rain, snow creeping in Thursday and um, into Friday, maybe the weekend. But we'll see. Um, and maybe there's something a little um, hanging out there or lingering for next week. But uh, but we'll see. Um, you know, March usually. Has Brent bringing it, I guess, the last couple of years, right, as far as uh, snow totals go? So hopefully yeah. continue um, continue down that track. And it is the second snowiest month in Tahoe's history. So it's not totally unexpected, right? No, no, no. Just keep it going. Yeah. And then uh, one last note here, um, round four, we've been talking about our Mutt Madness bracket contest. Um, the eared eight. So the final eight um, are out there. The voting started today. So get your votes in. Uh, there's some there's some cute dogs um I, I, the voters have done a really good job about moving them through making making those decisions hard yeah i i mean i i sit there and i, I kill 30 seconds just staring at them I'm like oh i feel bad for the other one it's so yeah, I know. cute but you got to make a choice yep all right rob thanks for putting that together you've been listening to tahoe talk thank you to lake tahoe works for sponsoring this podcast and thank you for listening we'll be back next tuesday with another edition be safe y'all see ya